Just a reminder, our podcast deals with crimes that are often violent and graphic in nature, so listener discretion is advised. So when in doubt, leave the kids out. Now, please let us take you back in time. Hello, old time crime gal listeners. It's Melissa here with my friend Shannon. Welcome back. And we know it's been at least a week, so Yay. it's been two weeks because life happens. Wait, so it's been two yeah, weeks? I think so. Okay. Did we we didn't record last week? No, I guess we didn't. Last week. Was, I don't know if it's because we had recorded and you were putting it no, out last no, week. No, no. Okay, so it's two been weeks. out. It will All be. Right, so it will be two weeks. Maybe okay. we need to change. Do the crime, and then we'll catch up with you in time. We'll so talk about life it. Happens. Yeah, life happens. <laughs> Um, yeah, because last week was we didn't record last week because it was crazy. I had a flat tire, and I had like work issues and yeah. scheduling debunks and all kinds of things. Yeah, I don't even know. But so, we're back. I can only live day to day and forget oh what it's like right now. I'm sleepy. Well, sleepy and swelteringly hot outside. Oh, yes. We have a heat advisory that's yes. not go outside because it feels like you're gonna melt when you walk to your car. It does. And yesterday, last night was really nice and. Well, Melissa, the storms yesterday were really nice. So, Melissa and I live about, what, five or six miles? It's not very far mm-hmm. from each other. But do you know what? We didn't, I didn't get any of those storms. Nothing? Nothing. And um, my mother-in-law lives around Melissa, and she was, said that it was pouring. Oh, it poured, and it thundered. My lights flickered, and then we went out to the store when it stopped, and there were down trees on, like, a couple of roads around here. And, and it dries them on. I mean, it, it sprinkled. But it was dry and yep, dries them on. Oh no, it downpoured. So I talked to somebody else today and they said the same thing. We don't live that far. Yep. So and crazy. Yeah. But he was telling me that there's like this facility in Jupiter, Florida that's several um, baseball fields, like 12 baseball fields, like a big, huge complex that you have to go get in a golf cart to get to the other side. He said you could start on one end and get down to the other side and it'd be pouring rain. But, I mean, that's just the that's way that's, it is. It's wild. But I wish we had gotten rain because we really, really need it. Yeah, we do need so, it. But anyway, different. Yeah, but it's hot today. So, my point was, it was it felt great last <laughs> night after that. And then now it's sweltering. Sweltering hot for the next couple of days. So, if you're in an area where it's cool, good for you. Yeah, I wish I was there. Unless I'm by the water, then I'm okay if it's hot. Yes, me too. But today, we're going to talk about. An unlikely murder weapon that you probably have in your house. I do. We don't in your have cabinet. It. We don't have it. I don't think. I we have any. it. I we bet have I have it. it. Yeah, we don't. I don't think we have it. But. Yeah, everybody knows about antifreeze, but that, this is something different. Yes. And I've never heard of this being used to kill anybody, but now I'm not going to let anybody fix my drinks. Kind of scared. Ever again. Even at restaurants. I don't know. I know. I've thought about that. <laughs> Here because now, now we're going to talk about how to do it, and everyone's going to be like, "Hmm, yeah, I'm going to do that." Well, yeah, I know somebody could just be mean and evil. Oh. So yeah, this is a very interesting one. So this is about the Claytons, who live in would you say like Wiley, Wiley, Lake yes. Wiley in South Carolina, which is a beautiful lake area. The houses are immaculate. They call their house the clayton estate it was modeled after oh my goodness um mount mount vernon, vernon yeah one of George the Washington? Georgia's, yeah yeah house up mount vernon but yeah looks looks very immaculate so who lives there is lena and steve so steve clayton he's an accountant by day or that was what he was in trade for 
but in the 80s created a physical therapy business that concentrated solely on sports injuries. Okay. And so in turn, made a millions. Yes. And so by 40, he was completely retired. How nice. The 80s were probably the best <laughs> time to like really be starting new things and... Well, you got to think there weren't any that many regulations on sports, like helmets. Like, there was probably more injuries because we, you know, people were rough back then. That's true. That's true. Now you can't, you you have to play touch football and and not be out and wear helmets all the time. But yes, hockey. They don't really seem to care about hockey. Are there any injuries based on hockey? I don't know. I know a lot of goalies get their teeth knocked out by the hockey pucks. I mean, they look like (laughs) five-year-olds, you know. Hey, what you want for Christmas? My two front teeth. Well, but I, you know, I just thought about that because you don't real well, big on. Well, we're not big on hockey around here, though. Uh, some people are. I'm well, the K in Raleigh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like in other areas, kids play it as like sport, like up north, and it's their high school sport. But I like, guess we so don't I, have it around here. But what I was thinking was like NFLs were big on the concussions. Yeah, you would think hockey would be similar, oh, but I guess yeah, because I it's not as big as the NFL. Anyway, just thought about that. Okay, okay. So point, if you're a hockey player or you know about hockey, let us know. We Sorry for hockey. the jokes about your teeth. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the sport. So. I think bull riders are the same way. Bull riders? Yep. With the other teeth. teeth, yeah. With teeth? Why? Why? What? I don't know. Because they fall and they... Well, they usually, like, flip over the front and then, and then they get, like... Yeah, I don't the, know. Have to chase after bucks. I'm trying to make the hockey players feel better. <laughs> I don't know. You cannot please everyone. Have we not learned anything? That's right. Someone somewhere is going to be mad. But that's okay. But we're talking about Steve and his physical therapy business that he just made him a millionaire and he's retired. At 40. At 40. Which was, I'm nowhere near that. I only got a couple years. I ain't going to make it. You are going to make it. <laughs> no, not I'm retired by 40. Like, You're going to make it. <laughs> no, I'll make Some it. Some people retire and then have to go back to a full-time job. Yeah, so. my dad had to do that. Yeah. Craziness. But anyway. But so, Lena, they met in 2010. And three years later, they get married in Charlotte, North Carolina. Which is close to Lake Wiley. I don't know how close. They said it was nearby. Yeah, but, you know, Charlotte's right there at the line for South Carolina. But they moved to Lake Wiley in 2016. Okay. Yeah. So, for Lena, this was her second marriage. And from what I'm told or what I've read, no one really knows what number this was for Steve. Maybe seven, maybe eight. He's been married a lot. Wow. They said he, he liked being in love. It just didn't always work out. Yep, he wanted those butterflies, it sounds like. Yeah. So, we're going to go. love is past that point. We're going to go to July 21st, 2018. This was a couple of weeks after they've had this, like, big, huge July 4th party at their little mansion. All their family came. It's a cookout. Everybody's dancing, having a good old time. And then a couple of weeks later, tragedy strikes. So, she, Lena, the wife, explains that she went out to do some yard work. Stephen was laying down. He wasn't feeling good. She made sure he had, like, his water, his medicines, his his stuff by his night his nightstand, by his bed. He was asleep. She was going to go out and cut the grass. What? Wait a minute. They live in a yes, it's mansion, mansion. And she's going to cut grass? Like, this was, I said this was her story. Yes. This was her, air, air quote, story. So she left to go do yard work. Mm. 
Maybe she was like, maybe she's the gardener and she likes free flowers and she's weeding some flowers. I don't know. They're a yard man in this scenario. (laughs) Some, I mean. Gotcha. Anyway, we've talked about cutting grass I before. Actually, Sometimes I end up cutting grass. I cut grass last week. I like it. But I also am not married to a millionaire. If I was married to a millionaire, I think someone else would be cutting my grass. And I don't have a replica of um, a house on the lake. Oh, my Vernon. Yeah. But I know. I do like cutting grass. I'm not going to lie. And if I could, you know, if I owned something that big, I'd have one of them nice lawnmowers. Yeah. And you just get on just it. To and just hit very, gas. And, just and on the water, it'd be very relaxing. I like cutting grass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she just like cutting grass. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's just out there. But anyway, so she went out to do some yard work. And when I she bet it comes, messes with her eyes. And she might need that. <laughs> when it comes back in, she finds Steve at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, no. Yes. So he had gotten up. And so either he had got, gotten up, fallen up, because their bedroom is on, his bedroom is on the second level. So somehow he ended up at the bottom of the stairs. Mm. So James Black... Blackledge is is a, a guy in the neighborhood. He's just out riding around on, on his motorcycle or whatever. She's running out of the house and she's waving her arms. She flags him down and she's like, "My husband fell down the stairs. I think he's dead. Call nine one one." Okay. So he calls nine one one. Okay. Got a cell phone. He calls nine one one and while he's on the phone with the dispatcher explaining what had happened, she runs across the street to the neighbor's house and is banging on their door. Bang on the door. So then the neighbor comes out and is like, what's wrong? And she's like, it's Steve. It's Steve. So then they hop in a golf cart. Uh-huh. Again, nice area. Hop yes. in the golf cart and drive back across the street to her house. Huh. So when they get into her, the her area, she's like, he, he's in, she's inside at the bottom of the stairs. He's at the bottom of the stairs. She sits on the front porch. She huh. doesn't even go back inside the house. Oh, wow. I'm not sure how. I, I, I mean, I don't I know do. how it would react in the situation, but why would you? I just, it seems weird to me that she just sits like here, friend, come here, come help me. I'm going to sit here. You go in and take care of the, the well, dead I, person that I, I, I have, my husband who's I have dead. been known in emergency convers- in, in emergency happenings. I, if I'm somebody else is around to help me, I usually tend to go the other way and say, pray and like, please help them because I'm just not good with that. So, I mean, some just, people are and some people aren't. Because I'm like, yeah. But I would have at least tried to call 911 from my own home before I ran however far. Because, I mean, she had to run probably pretty far. I mean, this Her their house, nice house is yeah. far in here between. Yeah. But, so, I just don't understand. So, her, yeah. she also says... I mean, you would See, think she would be at the door, like, not sitting down. She'd be at the door saying, is everything okay? Yeah, like, what do I need to do? Like, yeah. I, I just don't know if I would just sit on the stairs, sit on the steps outside. Right, I'd be screaming. Not, <gasps> yeah. you know. Well, it, perhaps the whole frantically running out and flagging people down, it was to create hysteria that yeah. she was hysterical. Yeah. Because, I mean, we did mention murder weapon. This is a true crime podcast. We know something's right. up. But she explained that he had had, he had come down with vertigo three days earlier and he had been dizzy and nauseous and bedridden. I don't know. Vertigo doesn't really make you bedridden per se, does it? Yeah. Well, okay. It can make you dizzy where you have to lay down, but not. Well, some people can't even get up because if they even move a little bit, they feel like everything's falling. Okay. I don't don't ever, ever happen to me. I've had it. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) But it can be so severe. Does it come and go? It's not something like if you have it, you have it for the rest of your life. Right. No, it can come and go. Oh, so you can actually treat it. So if you ever get it, let me know because I have a procedure that you can do to help. And it does work. 
It's called the Epley Maneuver. I'm not Is that like just putting, advice. putting head, head No, it's like you have to, I always have to watch a YouTube video because I can't remember. <laughs> you can learn to do anything from yes. YouTube. <laughs> but it really does, I mean, it, okay. vertigo can, and for some, it can really be so severe that they can't get up off the bed. Well, I've been dizzy before. Well, we all know what happened. Well, you don't know what happened last time I got dizzy. Right. Listening, but it, it, that ended up in like the whole heart situation. But yeah, it can be bad enough that you can't get up off the bed. But if it's that bad, he's not going to get off the bed and go down the steps. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't think so. I wouldn't try. I mean, I'd want somebody there with me. And mine's not been bad enough to where I'd fall down the steps. Well, so. Oh, but it's fallen too, so. <laughs> I fall down. Yeah. I yes, I have fallen down these steps. Only the last two or three, though. But in my apartment, I was always falling down the steps because yeah. they make them too too small, and then yes. they carpet them. Yeah. So then, if you're you going down with stocks, too. you hit the yeah. edge and you slide down. So it's yeah, I it's fall common. up the steps, but you can't. No, be I don't. Like I don't fall up the steps. No, but anyway, but yeah, vertigo can be. <laughs> but it sounds like when we get from the story, it was more than just vertigo. Yeah. Oh yeah. But so the coroner gets call around one p.m. that they have had a death, and so she sends out a deputy coroner so one of her intern one of her subordinates yes, yes assistants so the deputy coroner comes out and she didn't see anything suspicious nothing unusual was was looking like it had happened it had just looked like someone had fallen down the stairs and she deemed it an accidental death probably of a heart attack mm. so there's no like no obvious blunt force trauma no blood no just looked like something had happened maybe he had a heart attack so, Steve's nephew, Nick French, is a police officer in a nearby town. Oh, okay. So, when he finds out what happens, he rushes over to comfort, um, what we decide on, Lena? Lana? Yes. There's several ways Lana. we can say, you've been saying Lena. Lena. <laughs> Lena. And, um, so he gets to the estate, and there's two phones in the house. Oh. Plus, Steve always had a phone. And you've got cell phones everywhere. It is 2018. So why not call 911 from one of those phones in the house when it happened? When you found him? Why do you need to run down the road and flag down somebody that's driving and then run across the street to come back? Again, we never know how anyone's going to react in a situation like that. But do you know what she did for a living? Oh, that's right. She was a nurse. You would think, yes. She's trained for these situations. Yes. So you would think she would have definitely handled it better than she did. Granted, it is supposedly her husband, whom she loves. Which people freak out about. But still call 911. I mean, to run run everywhere, I don't know, that just seems kind of far-fetched. Especially when you look at the picture of the house. You know, she's what? That just seems fishy. Yeah. Call 911 and then go across. Well, it's not like you had to run... Uh, to the west wing of the mansion to the landline was over here cell cell phones are everywhere people sometimes have them attached permanently to their hands i can't imagine that she didn't have an option (laughs) or that he didn't have a phone like on his pocket like if if daniel fell down the stairs his phone would be right in his pocket and i can just reach in and call 911 yeah my husband's wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) but Landline, you said that there were two landlines. No, it just said there were two phones oh, in the okay. house. But I mean, plus you got cell phones, yeah. and then they said they couldn't find Steve's phone anywhere. Oh wow! Even if he was bedridden, my phone would be on the nightstand. Yeah. I mean, oh, how bored would you get? Yeah. You would have to look at YouTube or whatever. Yeah. 
um, or check your messages or like talk to some people, you know, be a part of society, even if you were sick for, for a few days. Her behavior definitely sounds fishy, especially knowing that she's a nurse. Right. And once you call 911, your neighbors are going to come anyway. Yes. Because they're going to want to find out what's going yes. on. Yes. So. <laughs> they're going to look drive their golf carts by and pick out, pick out their yes. windows. So we'll find out more strange behavior she has in just a minute. All right, so we're back talking about Lena, Lana. How have I been saying it? Lena. 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 You could probably say Lena, Lana, Lana. Lana, but Lena is how we're saying Lena. it tonight. I think I've said all three. So, yes. so one of the red flags was about her being on the front porch, not going inside, not calling 911 from an appropriate phone that was within her area, being a nurse, not yes. trying to do CPR. I can understand if she was in, where we're sitting right now in a neighborhood where the yards aren't as huge. You go out, like, hoping somebody's out there because you want somebody in your presence, you know. Oh, yeah, like, me. I don't want to be alone right now. Help me. But when you go look at the picture of where they live, she had to go far to me. Yeah. So. Anyway. So, yeah, some red flags there. Yes, some crazy red flags. And then more red flags about to happen. Okay. So, the deputy coroner is at the house. And, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out what to do next. Obviously, Steve can't stay at the bottom of the stairs. So, she asks Lena. 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 <laughs> <laughs> About funeral arrangements. Like, oh. where do we need to take him to? And she was so distraught. She's crying. She's like, I just, I, it's too much. I can't think about it right now. Like, I don't know. I don't want to deal with it. Well, so the deputy coroner was like, well, okay, then we'll just take him to the morgue yeah. and we'll run some tests, city tests or whatever they, whatever the, the standard procedure is. We'll just take him to the morgue and we'll get that done. And then she was like, nope, 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 there's a funeral home right down the street. Why don't we do that? Let's get them cremated. Ah. So it went from, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do to, this is what we're going to do right now. Yeah. It changed quickly. So it changed very fast. Went from having no idea to, let's cremate Which is a often forensic countermeasure to hide right. other stuff before autopsies were done and stuff like that. And so the family thought that was a little strange. And so they pressed the coroner for toxicology and an autopsy to find out what exactly had happened. Because they didn't think it was just a fall down the stairs from vertigo. Yes. Because when we went up in the bedroom, um, in the video, you could see, like, it was obvious he was not able to get out of bed for days. Like, it was soil. There was urine in the bed. Uh, and she's a nurse. Uh, and she's a nurse. And she didn't take care of him. She wasn't taking care of him. Mm. And he just could oh not God. get out of the bed. Yeah. And so, and he's a pretty, he was a pretty, say pretty nice size. Big, yeah. yeah. He's a pretty, pretty big guy. So, I wonder so, how he got, do we know how he, she got him to the bottom of, or? I mean, he may have fell at the bottom or tried to get down. And, I think he realized that he was really in trouble and he could, because the way the, his system reacted to what been. it was, adrenaline had kicked down. He knew something wasn't really right. And you just have that feeling. Yeah. And so I think he tried to make it down the stairs and either he made it down and collapsed or he fell part gotcha. of the part part of the way. Okay. Um, but it was obvious he wasn't getting out of the bed for the last couple of days. Like she said, he had been sick and bedridden and really could not get out of bed. Mm. Poor guy. So but then what? Oh. No, no. no. I, it <laughs> makes me sad for him that he was in all of that and couldn't help himself. Yeah. It just makes me sad for people that can't do that. Yeah. So, I don't want that to happen. But anyway, mm -hmm. so go ahead. Well, it's, and then the family starts thinking, they're like, well, wait a minute. So, in 2016, there was an 
accident, and I use air quotes, because apparently while he was sleeping in their bedroom, she accidentally shot off a crossbow and it hit him in the head. How in the world? How do you, well, one, why do you have a crossbow in your bedroom? Yes. Two, why are you shooting at somebody while they're sleeping? Yes. Unless your intent is not to shoot somebody while they're sleeping. Right. That's just, that to me is weird. So, and he had minor injuries from that. And he even said it was an accident. She said it was an accident. They were in agreement that it was an accident. Yeah. To me, that's like, I think you tried to kill me in my sleep. I'm not sleeping in your bed yes. anymore. <laughs> I mean, unless he just was probably like leaving it on the floor and she stepped on it. And I don't know. <laughs> oh, we just have crossbows laying everywhere. It's just, oh, she just picked it up and it just accidentally went off. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, that is weird. So when you find that out and you're like, hmm. You accidentally get shot by a crossbow in your sleep, and now you've had an accidental death where yes. you've fallen down the stairs. Uh, we need to do more uh, investigating. It's a little weird. A little weird. So when the coroner gets the forensic pathologist involved and they get the report back, the toxicology report, there's a drug on there that even the coroner doesn't know what it is. Okay. She's like, tetrahydrosoline? What is that? So she calls the forensic pathologist and they're like, hmm, visine. Visine, the eye drops? Gets the red out. <laughs> Just don't drink it. <laughs> it gets more than that out. Yes. So apparently he had a high amount of this tetrahydrosoline in his system, which is the common ingredient in visine eye drops that if consumed orally will make you dizzy nauseous bedridden and die <laughs> wow i never i just never knew which i mean there's so many things that i know are dangerous but you think about it, you're putting those in your eyes so you don't really think i mean because the eyes are have you know well johnson and johnson does have a disclaimer as with all products that you know, it's a warning for external use only, not for consumption, which those labels have to be on there for a reason. Yes. And this is that reason. Someone somehow, I mean, it's a, it was in a CSI episode or is it in, in a movie where they, yeah. you put a few eye drops in their drink and it makes them nauseous and, and just makes them sick. And she even had made the comment at first, she, she they bring her in for questioning and she, she knows that she's being questioned about it. She has to be. She's a spouse. And she, um, they sit her down with the coroner. There's no police in the room. It's just the coroner. And they have audio, but the police are listening in. And they're like, well, let's go over this report here. So in his system, we found tetrahydrosoline. And she goes, oh, that's Visine. It's in his eye drops. So, so she, she, she knew. knew. It. Yeah. The coroner didn't even know what it was. She had to call the forensic pathologist. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I had to oh, look no. it up. So how does she like, okay, yep, that's in, that's in Visine. Well, she is a nurse. Right. And so they were like, well, you know, how did he use it? Did he use it often? So her explanation was somebody, somebody, she used somebody twice, told him that he needed to put two drops in his coffee and it would help him go to the bathroom. So go to the bathroom, urination or uh, bowel, bowel movement, movement, I guess. Okay. So she said that every morning he would put two drops in his coffee, have a bowel movement and go about his day. There's medicine specifically made for that. Yes. That's safe. <laughs> That's safe. I just don't, I mean, an accountant that retired at 40. It's millionaire. Is going to put Visine in Sure, his... I'll put eye drops in my coffee. Yes. That just doesn't really make sense. 
I mean, I know there's tricks like put Cairo syrup in your baby's bottle, and like, I mean, I've done yeah, that. But syrup is not. But, yeah, but it's still not drops. like eye medicine that you're supposed to put in your eyes. I, I just don't know. Speaking, I'm sidetracking. Speaking of disclaimers, I bought my daughters both some new shoes last week, and on the tag to both of the pair of shoes, it tells how to properly ride an escalator. The tag on the shoes. Well, on the tie, yes. That Why we, do we need to know how I to guess pro- maybe somebody's been hurt on an escalator. So. Well, I know like at one point it was like cro- or flip, flip-flops. Or the, there, there was a lot of people who would get caught up. At that, the well, that might I'm be scared it. to death. I always make a big jump. It was that name top. brand you just said. Crocs? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. who it was. So, so I, I think they escalators put, eat. The, they had to put a like coffee. We're talking about the coffee is hot. There's a disclaimer on the coffee cup. Coffee is hot. We just you should know this. <laughs> you could mess up even with just regular shoes on an escalator. I don't know. I always kind of step wide too. I don't like escalators. Yeah, they're kind of scary. I'm an elevator person. I'm not an elevator person. I don't like elevators. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I haven't had a bad experience in one yet, but escalators are good. Make me nervous. Yeah, I don't. I'm good. I think mean, at least in the escalator, I can run up and down, down them. I can just run up and down away from them. I do like the moving walkways in the airports. That they are, are cool. convenient yeah. and, and efficient cool. at getting you somewhere very across the terminal very fast. I'm not an elevator person. I don't mind elevators. So she did the visine and he just kind of got sick. Well, she days. said he, he did that. He, he, did, oh, that. he did that. That's right. And they asked her how long he did that. And she said, for years. Like, for years. That was his thing. So, that's why it was in, in his system. He's done it for years. And so, they talked to her for a while. They can't hold her for They can't charge her with anything. So, they continue the interrogation, like, home. So, they let her go. But they follow her. And they go back to the house. And they're still talking to her. And I guess all of that. And it just hits her. So, she finally just, like, I, I did it. I, I did it. I just put the so visine in it. Yeah, she confessed. And they were like, you did what? She's like, I just saw it sitting there on the nightstand, and I just squeezed it in his drink. And they are like, well, how much? And she's like, I squeezed pretty hard. I think I put the whole bottle in. Wow. And so she just admitted to it. And, you know, why? Like, what, 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 you know, what has happened? And so she was explaining that she just got tired of him calling for her and asking for her and, you know, Lena, come do this. Lena, do that. And help me to the bathroom. Again, he was sick. Probably yeah. because you were putting Visine yes. in his drink. So the working theory is that she dosed him little by little and it wasn't working fast enough. And she just got angry and just squirted the whole thing in. Which will render someone incapacitated within 15 to 20 minutes because it attacks your respiratory system and you can't breathe. Oh, man. So, so him sad. trying to get up and yeah. get down was probably he was could not breathe and he collapsed at the bottom of the stairs. Poor guy. Because oh. when they did the autopsy, there was no damage to the heart. There was no damage to the lungs. He did not have a heart attack. Um, it was the tetrahydrazoline in his system. That is so sad. And the family, some family members thought that they they kind of thought things were gonna not good between them or well that like their vet said that they argued a lot that took care of their dogs and they um she really didn't see why they got married because they didn't really work as a couple and she would never speak when he was in the room and they were just really awkward um and they would fight but then once it turned into 
on and out she did it then she said that he was abusive and he was verbally and mentally and then it turned into he was physically abusive and which none of his ex-wives or all of his girlfriends had said that's not who he was at all and one of the um family members you know was looking for the will and she just there's there's no will there's no will get out this is my house but Uh the next day after the neighbor saw her burn stuff and this big old fire pit they found remnants of a wheel. wheel okay so obviously she burned it but the reason so they got married in charlotte the reason for the move to south carolina was because the laws are different there gotcha. and if he died without a will spouse gets everything and okay. he was worth millions so they, they think she did it for the money got it um but in her letter that she reads at her hearing she um she just says she just wanted him to suffer. She didn't mean to kill him. She just wanted him to like have diarrhea and be uncomfortable and be uncomfortable. And I say just go buy him Taco Bell because I mean at this point I mean he yeah. was already suffering for days. Yes, if his bed was soiled, that breaks my heart. So she just got upset and it wasn't taking long enough and just decided to 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 finish it off. And the defense played it up that she was sexually abused when she was a child and she went into the Air Force and then servicemen took advantage of her there. And she's had PTSD, and but you yeah. still don't. You, I mean, free will. You, nobody made you do do that. Yeah. So, well, be careful of Visine. Well, they sentenced her January sixteenth, twenty twenty, to twenty five years in prison. So she doesn't even have without parole attached. So there's possibility that she could be out somewhere. You know, when she's older, she might be eighty, but still she could be out. So that's mm. that's just crazy. And how old was she? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I don't not know. sure. Okay. Um, well, that's very sad. Yeah, they, the, I got this from a 48 hour episode and they reached out to her for comment and she just said it's been a long journey. She's at peace with it now. She doesn't want to, she had no comment basically, um, coming to terms with his death. But it's crazy. I wonder, do prisons get compensated for having interviews? I wonder. I don't know if it's the pri- the prison, maybe, or because you see a lot of them like for the first time ever speak out their story, but, the but then they put them in a backdrop like they're not in prison, and then at the end of the episode, you're like they're serving such and such, and you're like, well, it's there are no, I didn't think that person was in prison. They have like and a nice shirt. Yeah, on. Yeah, the background's like, oh, you're in a nice living room. There's candle yeah. in the corner, and then like, oh, yep, they're in prison. Yes. So I don't know, because um, I do know like Anna Sorkin, she got a mood. I think. She got most of her money from the Netflix deal and the book deal and all that stuff. I mean, it went to pay off her debts and yes. stuff, but I mean, she still got a chunk of it when she got out. Oh, wow. And I know they have, like, don't they have accounts? And some of them have jobs. Well, and, like, yeah, so they might... have to, to be able to get items from this. A lot of places have stores where you can shop. And so the more money you have, you get better quality things in the store instead of just the prison-issued things. So, so I can make better ships and have better equipment. Yeah. Like, and my weapons can be made better <laughs> if I work my job. But, yeah, yeah so I, so I, I don't know. But then just a little while, a few weeks afterwards, they had, like, a copycat murder in a neighboring area where the husband got rid of the wife by eye drops because they heard about this case. And so I didn't know it was fairly. And this was in 2018, so. It's not that far. No, yeah. so I imagine some more of me popping up now that we're talking about yeah. it. Have someone you don't like, give them some eye drops. <laughs> Don't do that. Please no, don't please. do that. <laughs> for external use only and not for consumption. But yeah, so that Sad. is Steve Clayton. Scary. 
Wow. I mean, you know, like when you go out, you're not supposed to like you keep an eye on your drink. You don't walk away because you get like right. date raped and roofied and this, that, and the other. Now you got to worry about somebody putting eye drops in yes. your drinks. Craziness. Sad. Very sad. That Bad was times. this week's. Yes. Well, thank y'all for joining us and being patient with life. <laughs> and hopefully we'll be back next week. Um, All the show notes will have the link to the video for 48 hours and the articles that I read and just know you can always join our Facebook group, Old Time Crime Gals. You can email us, and we'll be back next week. But in the meantime, just remember, if you do the crime, it's going to catch up with you in time. And we'll eventually talk about it. <laughs>